thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Can I ask you on this? Because this is what's fascinating to my little brain at the moment. When I'm thinking about, um, I'm th- like at the moment we're looking at with our with our um, visit to the Greek islands in the middle of the year. I know when you came back from Sardinia with your dad. Did you go to Sardinia with your dad, or was it somewhere else in Italy? No, we went to Greek and Greece and Spain. We went to the um, Sierra Nevadas, and in Greece, I was on the island of Evi or Evi okay. or whatever. So, so I have a memory that when you came back, that you were you and I were chatting, and you were thinking about um, you were talking about a single grain, like single grains of wheat, and um, but it's again, pardon my memory, but like gluten, um, we're talking like a historical grain, like a a grain that is not that hasn't been hybridized, that can actually be used like it was, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago before it was messed around with Um, because I know a lot of people, you know, especially with the whole grain brain and wheat belly books that have um, infiltrated us over the last 12 months or so, people want to know, do they have to just cut it all out, cold turkey, it's done or is there a way to almost go back to, you know, go back in time because a lot of people obviously in, you know, these Greek islands and in Italy and the rest are still eating a lot of wheat but are they, and I even heard on Up for a Chat when Karen was saying that she thinks she was eating a better kind of wheat over there because she wasn't bloating as much. Um, is it still possible to eat wheat in its unhybridized, ungenetically modified form? You know, I think that that is a question that just can't be answered with a yes or a no. I, I, I believe, I wrote a, a newsletter, my last month's newsletter and I wrote 50 things we do differently now than we did um, just 30 years ago, back in the 60s and 70s. And I guess that's 40 years ago now. Um, no, 30 years, yeah. So I, I wrote this and I, and I went through so many things that have changed. And to, to blame wheat and the hybridised wheat as the sole um, issue of your problems, I, I don't think you can do that because we have to consider that BT corn, which is genetically modified corn, um, actually produces the toxin that explodes the stomach of the insect, and that's why you know you're not meant to be able to have to use insecticides or um, on your um, corn. So we're now finding that that's actually doing that to our gut. So if you eat BT corn, and you don't know whether you're eating it or not, because BT corn produces vitamin C, BT corn produces glucose, BT corn. Um, produces so, like a, a corn lecithin. Like there's so many things that is now made by this BT corn. So it could be that that's exploding and creating the leaky gut you've got that's causing the gluten that hasn't been digested to create the problem. It could be the antibiotics that we're taking. Mm. So can somebody who, yeah, look, it could be, it could, there's so many issues it could be. Yeah. So can a person who has found herself to be or himself to be gluten intolerant be able to eat einkorn or emma wheat and my answer is is that maybe after a couple of years of healing and where you're not eating gmos and you're not taking antibiotics and you you're not having fluoride and chlorine in your water that's um cleansing out your gut as well as the water you know (laughs) 
there's it's such there's such a minefield of things, isn't there, Cindy? Like there's there's more than just one thing that contributes to all this sort of thing, and it's very very easy to become very biomechanical about it and to break it down to the broken piece to then repair it or fix it. So they've gone heart disease. Oh, so they've gone cholesterol, heart disease, statins, fixed. Yeah. Or they've gone um, blood pressure, heart disease, antihypertensive, fixed. Um, or clotting, heart disease aspirin fixed and it's not that simple it's a whole lifestyle change that's what you're saying isn't it cindy yeah it, it's definitely a lifestyle change it's just not you going i'm going gluten free mm. and then eating gluten products yeah. it's it's and i'm going to eat fat again and so you start eating butter but you're still eating um all the other bad foods like lean cuisine and healthy choice yeah. and, you know. <laughs> lean cuisine. So, oh, you know, if funny. anybody's doing that they're you know they're delusional and they're crazy it's a lifestyle change and it's really considering the intelligence of your body and by feeding it the right foods and inter- and getting rid of all interference. And, you know, I'm a chiropractic advocate. So I look at a very um, vitalistic lifestyle in where we are looking at every part of our, our life. We're not only looking at the structure of our body, we're looking at the biochemistry, the neurology, the, the food we put in, our relationships, the environment that we're living in. It, it's all important and it, it's not expensive. People think, oh, that's too expensive, it's too hard, but it's it's a step-by-step process. It's about getting a veggie garden going. It's about finding your local farmer that will give you meat directly or eggs directly or, you know, this this is what it's all about. And when people embrace this lifestyle, they not only get to understand that they can be physically better, but they can also be mentally better as well as spiritually better because why are we on this planet? What's the purpose of our life? What what are we doing here? What happens when we die? Are questions that people will start to ask when they get physically and mentally um, healthy. And and it becomes a life of of just so much excitement and you, you burst out of your skin waiting for the next day and the next opportunity and the next person you meet and, and next challenge, instead of seeing it as the burden and, and thinking this is hell on earth, it actually becomes heaven on earth. Um, and if people could get this, eating Australian wheat products, not her Italian, you know, wheat products, which were which are einkorn and emma wheat. And I was talking to her about her skin and I said, well, this is what I think I, I feel you need to do. Do you know she fought me tooth and nail not to change? She'd spent thousands of dollars on skin specialists, dermatologists, hormone specialists, not gotten anywhere. But do you think she was going to change? And in the end, I said, why are you a vegetarian? Is it morally or is it um, for your health reasons? She says, it's morally. And I said, well, who do you care more about, you or an ethical animal that has is willing to give you eggs, is willing to give you some fermented dairy, is willing to give its life over for you so that you can live a more fulfilled life and for your children to live a more fulfilled life. And I think the Australian Aboriginals have this beautifully because they thank the animals and the plants that come in their way. They thank them every day of their life that they've enabled them to give their life so that they may live another life in health. And the Australian Aboriginals... You know, they had a lifespan that was plus 100. Mm. It, it was our lifestyle and our Western ways that has decreased their lifespan to 40, even mm. 35. Terrible. Uh, they knew what to do and they thanked, you know, they thanked the animals and plants that came in their way um, that they had given their life out so that we could live another day. I love their, I love their uh, philosophy. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. 
Cindy, that's what's occurred, though, in terms of uh, the whole, I suppose, view of animals. They're now regarded as stock or as um, assets is probably not the word I want to use, but there doesn't seem to be any connection to, to animal products these days. A lot of people eat McDonald's not even thinking that they're not that obviously they know they're ready meat but there's no consciousness when people are are buying um are buying animal products from the supermarket they've always got pictures of happy cows on there but they're almost forgetting about what actually goes into the product um so how do we actually educate people that we do need to choose quality over quantity that we do need to choose from healthy animals because I'm, I'm probably thinking that when you write this list of what's changed over the last 50 years that our whole view and the whole way we we um, consume animals has changed because, you know, like, as you say, back in the day, there was much more gratitude for, for I suppose, eating animal products, whereas today it's just something that happens. We don't actually really think about it, do we? Oh, I agree with you, Marcus. You know, there's been a real disconnect with our food and it's only really just happened probably in the last 30 years because I remember my mum, you know, she went to the fruit and veggie shop, she went to the butcher, the butcher bought meat from the locals, the fruit and veggies were grown locally, even our dairy, you know, the dairy used to show up at our front door. So, and that came from the local dairy. These days, you know, we don't know where any of those foods are coming from and the additives, preserves and the flavouring. So once people become connected with their food again, know their, their source, they become healthy in more ways than they will understand and, and that is about going to your farmers' markets and connecting with your local farmers. And, you know, that's, that's what we do here is that I know where my red meat comes from. I know my fishmonger. I, I know where my turkey and my chicken is coming from, my eggs. My eggs comes from one of the, the girls that um, work with me. She, um, she's got uh, 10 layers, so I get my eggs from her. So, and, you know, not everybody's going to do this. There are going to be people out there, and, and we know this, that they can't be bothered, and that's their life. But the people who can be bothered, there is a way and there is plenty of resources for us to do this. Cindy, I want to know then, if this is the case, and a lot of people are listening going, oh, well, that's good for you, little miss changing habits, changing lives. Why don't you tell people <laughs> what you eat on a daily basis? Take them through your breakfast, lunch and dinner and your snacks. And we always like to ask our guests on the podcast, what do you eat each day? But take people through it so they can see that it is real. We're not just talking pie-in-the-sky um, ideals here, that this is actually a way of life. Oh, yeah. And, and it's really easy. Like this morning I made cater. Um, which is coconut, almond, date, and apple. And if people are interested, they can just go on my website and look at the recipe. They just have to look it up. It's there. And you it's need a Thermomix, right, Cindy? Yeah. Well, you know, you don't need a Thermomix. You really? can actually do it by hand. Really? And some people are really into doing things by hand. So okay. you can do it by hand or you can do it, um, you know, via yeah, a Yeah, we did it. We I'd did be it lost without hand. my Thermomix. Yeah, we did it. We did it pre-thermo. We did it, and I will say actually that I didn't really enjoy it pre-thermo. But I didn't put as much effort into presenting it, you know, well. But thermo does make it so much more delicious and um, easy on the eye. But again, it's such a simple recipe to make. It just really, and it's delicious. And I have a hundred versions of it. Like I put two. I put ginger in it, I put cacao in it, I'll put a pear in it instead of an apple, I'll put different nuts. 
you know, there, there are a thousand versions to cater, but cater is a good basis. So then I put on some natural yogurt, no flavored yogurt, and I do that because of fermenting foods. I'm now making kombucha. Now, people don't have to do this, but I'm making it, and so I had half a glass of kombucha. I buy mine. Uh, a black coffee. I love I, my long blacks. So, oh, I, I buy mine now, Cindy. I don't actually, I don't make it. I don't want to have mushrooms sitting around on my on my bench top, right? So I just buy it. Well, you can. You, you, Damien, you're so right. You can buy it now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's easy. That That's really easy. Or I'll have, um, I often make my own pestos and my relishes. And, and you can buy these. You don't have to make them. I just choose to make them because I do not want any disconnect with my food. Mm. So I make all my own pestos and my relishes. So I'll have pesto relish, some halloumi. Um, I'll, I'll fry up some halloumi and butter with some sage that I've got from my garden and some scrambled eggs. I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to eat. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful breakfast. It takes me seconds to make. People are going, oh, my God, it's too much work. Yeah. But if you well, there are people say I don't have time, right? So how are they going to prepare all that? How long does it take you to make all that? Well, I've got everything prepared in the fridge all the time. So um, in the morning, I'll pull everything out, uh, and that's a dollop uh, on the plate. That takes me all of a minute. While that's happening, <laughs> I'm scrambling my eggs so or yeah. frying my halloumi, which takes like three minutes, scrambling my eggs one minute. So I can have breakfast on the table in less than 10 minutes. Um, and all I have, throw everything in the dishwasher and I'm out of there. So it, like... it's not hard. Cater in the Thermomix takes me seconds. Yeah. Um, other yeah. breakfast that I might do is I might do a smoothie. So I'll throw a cucumber, um, some kale. Uh, kale. I don't know, just a whole bunch of green stuff in Apple. there. Yep. Apples, there you go. Apple, mangoes are in season at the moment. Throw a mango coconut, in there. Coconut, yeah, coconut water, coconut, anything. It's the seven um, P's, isn't it? Seven P's, Cindy. That's it. What are yep. the seven P's? Prior preparation prevents peri poor oh, performance. That's the six P's. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be a four-letter word for the P, but you know, before poor. But you don't want to say that. Oh, this is a G-rated thing. Should be when you're trying to explain that to someone. The last word should be punk. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And because, even though we did swear earlier on by saying that word margarine, I didn't want to swear just then. So. Yeah. All right. So then, Cindy, what about your lunch? Because a lot of people skip lunch because they're too busy. Okay. Once again, I got the seven peas in there, Damien. Um, I'm absolutely prepared. So I have green leafy lettuces there, and I do have a garden too. So if I feel like going out and getting it, I will. Otherwise, if the garden's being overgrown by grubs. Um, I will buy my lettuce. I'll have cherry tomatoes so I don't have to chop them. I'll chop up a cucumber, throw that in a salad. I always have cold cuts. And cold cuts for me is a roast that I wrote, I make. It could be chicken, lamb, beef. I'll never buy a cold cut in a plastic bag. Mm, it will always be what I make. Yes. So I'll get it out and I'll chop some meat up, throw that in there. Because I've got some pesto I made, I'll make that. Because I've made some date squishes, I'll throw that in there. I probably have a dip in there, so I'll throw a dip in there with a couple of zucchini, you know, I don't know. It, it takes me three minutes to throw my lunch together because of the preparation. My seven peas, Damien. It, <laughs> Cindy, it's there's people still better. saying, I don't have time, I don't have time. But you know what? There's people listening to this podcast who have disposable income, and if you want to save time, and I don't work for Thermomix, 
I don't work for Thermix, and I, <laughs> but I love them to bits. I, and I know that even if I mention this, they're not going to give you one because they never give them away. We've already but got one. We've all they got are them. awesome. If you don't have a Thermomix, you've got to go get one because it does save you time. And in terms of preparation time, it cuts everything down and, uh, and it's very easy to clean. So I know that part of me making healthy food and Amber making healthy food for our, health, our, our lifestyle and making it quick because we're time poor too, you know, believe it yeah. or not. Um, we, we use our Thermomix and it just, it does cut down, but it is the seven P's. If you don't have seven P's sorted out, you're not going to, even if you have a Thermomix, you're not going to be able to, you, you know, use it right. Okay. Hey, so Jamie, Cindy, I, I figure, I figure if I can do it and in, in, in my lifestyle, and my lifestyle is a lot of travel, I would spend six months on the road solid every year. Yes. Uh, and, and I even do it on the road. Mm-hmm. So if I can do it, people at home, you can do it. It's, it, it is their seven Ps. Um, and so then for dinner for me is always some sort of meat. So, and I don't eat a lot of meat. Like I might eat 150 grams, if that. Yes. Because when you eat this way, you eat less. Can we talk and about if- that for a second, Cindy? Yeah, go. There's a movement out there. And I'm not afraid to say this. I had an argument with my co-host the other day on um, on the Wellness <laughs> Guys, Brett. Uh, it's it's made the best radio ever, I think. And I've had a lot of uh, text messages. People have sent in uh, emails. Um, so I just want to bring some context around this. Just because you're paleo, it doesn't mean that you've got a you've got open slather for all the meat you can consume and all the fat you can consume because we've got lessons around it. We know that you don't need to eat that much protein. You need it with every meal, but you don't need to go and eat half a cow with every meal. Yeah. And it doesn't mean just because pork or bacon comes from a pig that you know that it's good for you because bacon isn't good for you. So just be mindful of it. You know, think about all the things you can do, but you don't have to go and eat heaps of it. Amen. 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 Oh, uh, now, no, I know, hopefully but, Brett listens to this again because then he might get more grumpy. We'll have some more good radio. But I just yeah. all I want all I want to say is that it, 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 you don't have to go to the extremes because what you and I talk about, Cindy, is about eating real food. And it's you want to eat protein. You want to have your vegetables, your fruits, your salads as your primary source of carbohydrate. If you want to have any grain-based carbohydrates, make sure they're ancient in their grain, not the new genetically modified, you know, whiz bang ones that can probably fly you to the moon and back. You don't want to have that sort of stuff. Don't have the processed fats. Eat the nice cold pressed, cold extracted, virgin extract, extracted fats. You know, be sensible with like your some food. changing habits, changing lives. Coconut oil. Yeah, for this. Or That's right. So we're talking about eating just real food. That's that, that's our key point, isn't it? No, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you the whole way. And I, the reason we have a, a population of seven billion people is because of grain. And right. is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know. But we have to realize that grain enabled us to become civilized, yes. enabled us to do, do what we do today. Mm-hmm. And so we cannot throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yep. And and I think that that is a... Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. I can, oh, I, good. I can hear I just, you. <laughs> Silence. You might need to edit that one. So we, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We want to um, embrace all of these foods, but be mindful of where they're coming from, how they're being grown, and and do what we've been, we've been talking about. So, yeah, I'm with you on that the whole way, Damien. Thank you, Cindy. Okay, Cindy, the sweet tooth want to know, after your 150 grams of protein and your um, of your meat and of your veggies, you got, a, you got a sweet tooth? You got a sweet tooth? Or, or you, uh, I know you talk about having coconut oil before meals to curb any 
sweet toothiness, but um, what do you like to do after dinner? Yeah, look, you know, I, I want to live as normal a life as I can. I don't want to be an extremist, although many people would believe I was an extremist, but I, I see myself as a, a very old um, evolutionary eater. Yes. And, uh, and I really you're enjoy... Days, Cindy, you're not old, just remind yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old days evolutionary eater. Yeah. I, you know, I, I enjoy my sweet tooth. So I'll make um, date squishes, which has no sugar in it, but dates have got sugar, so yeah, yeah they'll have it. They won't kill you. I love, I love my fruits, especially mm-hmm. my summer fruits when they're in season. And I love my winter fruits, such as citrus and apple and pear. Yeah. So I will use them in my desserts and my sweet things. I'll make chocolate cheer cake because I'm all for chocolate. My gosh. It's, yeah. What Your best friend is Kim Morrison. Of course you're going to like chocolate. You know? <laughs> like chocolate, yeah. So what did I see the other day? Chocolate comes from a plant, therefore it's a plant food, therefore it's a vegetable, and yeah, okay, we can eat that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But real chocolate. I'm not talking about that chocolate bar that's not in a wrapper. One. You're not talking about purple ones. No, none of those. No. I'm talking about the 100% pure cacao that, well, Changing Habits has. And what I do with that is I make, I have breakfast, I, I have cacao for breakfast. I Yes make chocolate cheer cake I'm like you know we do not have to be deprived when you learn what's good for your body you're never deprived of health of food you because when your body is working at 100% and you know exactly what what's making it run um in full efficiency you're never deprived of food like if someone said to me I don't eat bread anymore because of how bread's made um but I if someone said to me don't you miss bread I go not at all. Not I do not feel deprived one iota. And if I do want bread, I will make a a different type of bread. I, you know, I'll make it differently. So, and if I can get iron corn and organic iron corn, you know, I'll be making it. But at yeah. this point in Australia, there is no organic iron corn. But watch this space. You know, it's funny. Ah. It's because there's a lot of GM stuff, and we could go on that whole topic. You know, when you when you got. Uh, our, our grains now, uh, the farming grains that we do have in our crops, are now sterile. They, they, they don't have a sex. They're not male or female. They don't, they don't require bees, you know, so they, they can't be re-fertilised. And that's, that's a concern. So we could probably talk about that a, a whole other day, I think, Cindy. Yeah, yes. I, look, I agree. But at this point, we're, you know, we're talking about the cholesterol. And, you know, when you are, you, if you are not inflamed... And you have no injuries, and your your minerals are doing well, and um, your sugar load is not high. You know your sugar load's good, where you're not pulling it up and down. You will find that your aches and pains will disappear. Your cholesterol will go to where it's meant to go. And this whole thing about low cholesterol, by the way, is a fallacy because they've shown that the higher your cholesterol is as you age, the older you will get. And this is a hundred not out. So we actually want our cholesterol as we age a little bit higher. We actually want our LDL higher because if I age with a great physical body but my brain's dead, I don't want to be there. No. Count me out. Yeah. So I, I actually am very – I find all these blood tests and all these, um, all these things that we're doing at the moment – is creating a problem and then the drug company's finding an answer to that problem. And I'm I like I have to tell I don't do pap smears, I don't do mammograms, I don't do blood tests. If I'm in an emergency situation, I'm there guys. I'll be there. But for my general health, I know 
that I do everything I possibly can to put the odds in my favour. And I think all these tests, and we're, they're being proved, that a lot of these tests are invasive and are, are catching cancers or diseases that aren't really there at this point. And people can read this up, they don't have to take my word for it, but it's out there. And I think it's time that we realise that we have a very intelligent body that is smarter than us. Like, do you tell your heart to beat at 60 beats a minute? Do you tell your blood to flow where it meant to flow? Do you tell, um, you know, in the whole cholesterol thing, you've got, um, you've got your HMG-CoA, do you tell it to then go to mevalonate? pyrophosphate and then go to fastenol pyrophosphate then go to squalene to make cholesterol <laughs> you know did you actually tell it to do that so it's actually very intelligent we are <laughs> oh cindy you know what cindy you've been on the wellness guys you've been uh, obviously on up for a chat you've been on inside the champion's mind and now you've been on 100 not out and i still feel like we could do another double episode um to glean Ka- your i can insights. hear karen and kim calling you a hussy right now that's what i could hear yeah, they'd call. They'd be two using bit, all kinds two of bit or whatever. Two two dollar. We won't. We won't do all the things that they like to call each other on <laughs> up for a chat. Um, but Cindy, sincere gratitude for joining us on One Hundred Not Out. You are an absolute um, joy to speak with, and a wealth of information. And I really, uh, well, I know that uh, our listeners will be so grateful for sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much for joining us. And Cindy, as always, we like to bless all of our guests with may the rest of your life be the best of your life, Cindy O'Meara. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Damo, another gem of a podcast. It's so good listening to to Cindy speak. We've run out of time on this edition for one of 100 Not Out. But remember, folks, as always, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. But the best is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Also, if you've liked this episode, then please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and become a member of The Couch. If you're not already, membership is free. Just go to thewellnesscouch.com where you can also view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show the wellness guys and up for so a until, chat and up for a chat and up for a chat of course <laughs> so until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.